0: my friends Andy and hitty are coming to you live on a late night version of Living Fearless Devotional. We are live here in Orange County, California.
1: Live from Orange County, California.
0: I am so full right now. <laughs> we went to a very expensive restaurant for dinner. Yes. It was it was very expensive. it was awesome. Chilies. Chilies. <laughs> Date night and chilies. And these days chilies is Probably what we would pay for a meal at Ruth's Chris, maybe two years ago. Right. Right. Or three years ago when, when things were normal. Right. Now things are like way upside down. I wonder how much the steak costs at Ruth's Chris today. It's probably 70. Um, yes. Yeah, 70, 70.
1: 80 $90. I uh, prefer Chili's $29. What was 1999?
0: It? <laughs> it's good. Yes. <laughs> hey, what do you think of our new fonts here? What do you think? in the in the frame you like it or do you like this one this one or that one those of you on the podcast that are listening obviously can't see what i'm doing but we have a new frame yes in this one or this one
1: just let us know in the comments yeah if you watch it later yeah you need to know vote one or two yeah
0: we had a whole bunch of viewers and now it, it dropped what happened
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe they want to hear about your expensive restaurant yeah
0: my <laughs> They go there. He is bragging again. Uh-huh. They didn't wait to hear that it was talking about chilies. <laughs> I could have been talking about Sizzler. All right, my friends, we're here for the <laughs> Living Fearless Devotional. Uh, we're reading from Smith Wigglesworth. And this is a good one, folks. Yes, we're here um, at March 26th, and the title is "Spiritual Giants." You know what's funny? We just came back from Friends Church in Yerba Linda, where we um, had a great message from uh, Pastor Chris Ward and he was talking about the he says nephilim the nephilim yes, yeah but he, had, he pronounces it slightly different which i kind of like the way he pronounced it
1: the nephilim yeah instead of, of the, the nephilim
0: Neph- nephilim i think that's what he was saying um and so when i saw spiritual giants i go oh my gosh he's going to be talking about wouldn't that be yeah, crazy ne- it's not but anyway it's <laughs> for march 26 it's called spiritual giants and the reference is acts 312 it says, why look so intently at us as though by our own power of godliness we had made this man walk? Why? Right. I don't know, we may find out. The scripture reading is Acts 3, 2 through 26. Smith says, we must always clearly see that the baptism in the Holy Spirit must make us ministering spirits. Peter and John had been baptized only a short time when they met the lame man at the temple. Did they know what they had? No, I challenge you to try to know what you have. No one knows what he has in the baptism in the Holy Spirit. You have no conception of it. You cannot measure it by any human standards. It is greater than any man can imagine. Consequently, those two disciples had no idea what they had. Mm. For the first time after they had been baptized in the Holy Spirit, they came down to the gate beautiful. There they saw the man sitting who had been lame for over 40 years. What was the first thing that that happened after they saw him? Ministry. What was the second? Operation. What was the third? Manifestation, of course. It could not be otherwise. You will always find that this order in the scriptures will be carried out in everybody. I clearly see that we ought to have spiritual giants in the earth, mighty in understanding, amazing in activity, always having a wonderful testimony because of their faith-filled works. I find instead that there are many people who perhaps have better discernment than the average believer, better knowledge of the word than the average believer, but they have failed to put their discernment and knowledge into practice, so the gifts lie dormant. I am here to help you to begin doing mighty acts in the power of God through the gifts of the Holy of the Spirit. You will find that what I am speaking about is from personal knowledge derived from wonderful experiences in many lands. The man who is filled with the Holy Spirit is always acting. The first verse of the, of the Acts of the Apostles says, Jesus began both to do and teach. Jesus had to begin to do, and so must we. The thought for today, I would rather have the Spirit of God on me for five minutes than receive a million dollars. Wow. That is saying a lot for only five minutes. Right. Wow. All right. You seem to have something going on in yes, that, uh, uh, in that noggin of yours. Yes. But, uh, what's going on? So I
1: had this very interesting, um, epiphany, which I believe is from God, which I know is from God is he says, um, so did Peter and John know what they had? No, not until they tried it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says that we may have a little bit better knowledge, a little better discernment, but we do not put it, we fail to put it in practice so the gift lies dormant. So I went up to a, um, an indigent person today when Andy and I were out, and I felt inspired to give her some money, and I said to her, um, how are you doing today? And she said, oh, I'm okay. And I said, well, you know, Jesus loves you. And she's like, oh, yes. And her face, like her countenance changed. She, she was clearly, she understood what I said. She was struck by the comment. It made her very pensive. And then she said, I said, how are you doing today? And she said, uh, I'm okay. I just had surgery. My leg hurts. So she started rubbing her leg. And the Lord just was explaining to my heart just now. He's like, you should have read on her. You knew, I, like, I drew your attention to the mm. fact that she was injured and you did nothing. Okay, yeah, you gave her money, but, but Peter and John said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. Wow. You know, like, it, it's just, and, it, and the gift lies dormant. know the gift is not three bucks you know the the gift is and she knew who christ was and she gives me this very beautiful like pensive um story where she says you know you i i i know jesus loves us but we need to love him back it he require, he expects a reciprocal relationship and i was like yes absolutely and i said are you in that relationship with the lord she's like well my prayer life is kind of lacking and she's rubbing her like this. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm listening to her and I totally <laughs> missed the cue. I totally missed the cue. And it is And early on when I came to faith and the Lord told me to start the ministry, he kept repeating, heal the sick, cure the lame, cast out demons, daughter, heal the sick, cure the lame, cast out demons. And I heard that over and over again. And I, We've gone through a bunch of devotionals about healing. And I keep telling you, like I I know. (laughs) And I missed it, folks. Here it
0: was.
1: (laughs) I missed it. I missed my opportunity to have a little experiment with not a lot of people, not a lot of people watching, just to just experiment with the power of Jesus Christ. He says, Why are you amazed? Why are you looking at me as if something I have that did this? It's God.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: I'll get better i get better. You learn.
0: Wow. It's so funny because I didn't think about it. And when you started speaking about that, then it hit me. I realized because I, I stood up back. I was, I didn't know what you were doing. Yes. And I, I didn't see her at all. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly God wanted you to do something. <laughs> and uh, I was about, you know, maybe 20 feet from yes. where you were. And I turned and you spent time with her.
1: Yes. So, I was chit-chatting. Yes. I was chit-chatting and she's rubbing her leg. And I just totally missed it. I had surgery. <laughs> And I'm in
0: Hello.
1: pain. <laughs> and I can't walk. I'm just like, oh, Jesus loves you. Dork. You know what I mean? I'm sorry,
0: God. I'm wow. sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry, but. That is something else.
1: Yeah, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you.
0: Whoa. Oh. Um,
1: How many of you have missed that opportunity? Do yes. you like to confess where you had an opportunity? You me I... Yes, please, comment. console me
0: and uh, where you're watching from and all the things that um, we've asked you before but uh, i've
1: I've quoted the scripture a couple times we should read that too but do you have something you want to say first
0: no i because now i now i can't get my mind off of that that moment of time that you had with her and rub it in all the all the signs (laughs) (laughs) i would have missed it too (laughs) oh my gosh you I, I know, I, I bring up the chosen a lot. I really love the chosen. Yes. But, um is, is this the same story as the man that was that's next to a fountain though, a fountain of of healing. Is this the is the the gate beautiful? Is that is that the same place? Is that episode There's two
1: lame men this is if I'm not mistaken, this is not the story of the man by the pond, but I may be wrong because there's two stories of the lame that well, no that's not the same story because Jesus was present in that one.
0: Oh, uh, yes. The healing yes. of the
1: lame at the gate known uh, by beautiful is just Peter and John. It's after the resurrection.
0: But, okay, e- either way, but he was there for a long time too. I mean, he started being the, the chosen. He, the first few scenes, he's a young man at the pot. And I think it goes over time and he gets older and older and older. Uh, Jesus does? No, the, the man, the lame man. Oh,
1: key? no, but that healing by the pond was by Jesus. And, and Jesus mm-hmm. said, do you want to be well? There was a whole dialogue between that man yes. and Christ. And then Christ later says to him, don't tell anyone that I did this. And then he goes off and tells everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. I just think I, I, I think a little bit of both in the sense that how long they waited to be healed. And this man uh, in the story is sitting um, what 40 years. And there's forty years again. Forty years. (laughs) But when we hear, so here's here's the reason I'm I'm thinking about it and talking about because I I thought maybe it might be the same story is here you have this lame man we uh, Smith Wigglesworth has talked about healing before that the people that in many of the stories that he talks about the people that got healed. Needed to believe. Mm -hmm. Do you think this man was because of the how long it's been that that he? Do you think he believed that he could be healed for forty years, or what what was it? I mean, how does how does that that little bit of information that Smith tells us is that the person that needs to be healed has to also believe? Well, in In, the scripture of the the
1: story, it tells that he did believe. Remember because he they he goes and talks to the other um Jews in the temple and he's like, mm-hmm. Why are you so amazed? He believed and he was healed yep. by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, who you killed.
0: Oh. So does that mean that this man here in this story was was a Christian? Do we know? I don't know. I know. Should have asked you asked. We these should, most, look, we should fun have facts. It before. Huh. No, I'm just interested in this the this aspect because uh, it's it's part of what Smith teaches all the time, is that the reason some of these people But a lot of people
1: healed. are healed, even though they're not Christians, remember, mm. a lot of the people Smith, they like, they come to faith through their healing. And actually, Pastor Jack says that often that the minister that the missionaries in Muslim countries in particular, will go up to people that that God gives them discernment that they have a sickness of some sort and they heal them. Mm. And they come to faith through that. Oh. I mean, Jesus's ministry was very much about healing. And the miraculous power of healing brings people to faith.
0: Interesting. All right, that was a big question I had at the, at just on uh, the onset. It was to you know because Smith has spent so much time talking to us talking to us about the people that are sick that they need to need to have that belief. And so I was just wondering, for forty years, is this man you know every day think that maybe someday somebody's going to come here and heal me? Well, the
1: guy at the, at the pond did. Yes, at the at the at the spring. Mm-hmm. But this guy, we don't know that about. He was there to beg.
0: Cool. Let's get to um, the scripture because it's kind of long. So I want to read that first before we go into much more discussion here. But it's uh, Acts 3, 2 through 26.
1: And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones gained strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God, And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. Now as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, "O men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as if it's by our own power or godliness we made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of your fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for the murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name through faith in his name has made this man strong. In And his name through faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know, yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your rulers. (laughs) But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, was thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, And that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear the prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people." Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel onwards and all those you follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You are the sons of prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying, Abraham, and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Not just the Jewish tribes, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquity.
0: So just right there, you added, it's not in there, the, the part about not just Jews, but everyone. Why is that important?
1: Because God saved the Jews and the Gentiles, and that they must, in understanding the prophecy of Jesus's coming, that He was it was foretold in Abraham, his seed would save all the families. So you can't just look at all the prophets that came after Abraham that only saved Jews. You must look at the one that was capable of saving Jew and Gentile.
0: The passage right there answers all the questions. <laughs> That's why I said we should read the passage. We read it before. I had a little head start. Oh, so I had comments up here. Oh, somebody, uh,
1: somebody's upset. What?
0: Somebody put a smiley, a sad face.
1: Yeah. Matthew, Matthew. Adams. <laughs>
0: With a sad face. Amy! Hey, Amy, nice to see you. Go ahead and read that.
1: Uh, I don't think you failed in your interaction, nor did you miss an opportunity. God compelled you to show his compassion and to remind her of his unconditional love for her. Yeah. You're in tune with what God is asking of you. Sometimes less is
0: more. You can still pray for her healing. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to see Amy. I've been thinking about Amy so much the last I actually
1: days. was thinking of her just today. Yeah, me too. When we were looking at something on your Facebook page. Oh. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was a post that she had. I don't know. Hope Thanks. you're well, Amy.
0: Yes, we miss you. Um... The um the one thing I want to ask before it has nothing to do with the devotional is if any of you have seen the movie Noah with Russell Crowe. <laughs> because I don't know. I remember Noah's coming up a lot. I've been wanting yeah, Russell Crowe has come up a, a lot. Uh but um uh there was not something, Russell Crowe's coming up. I mean Noah's, uh, Noah's coming is, up. <laughs> Noah's coming up. Uh but I remember I've always I've been wanting to see that movie. It came out in 2014, but never saw it. And I think there was something I heard about it that that maybe Amy knows. Maybe Amy knows, maybe somebody else. We have a lot of people watching right now. Um, but uh, it would be great to, to know, you know, because I think we're going to watch it tonight. Yes. And uh, But I just, I, I, there was some background about it that they didn't think it was biblically correct or accurate. Well, I'm sure it'll right? come
1: up when we see it. Yeah, right? I'm sure you'll have
0: it. <laughs> Amy's been busy with dogs, 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 dogs. dogs. Oh, I put up a new website, Amy. Um, you should check out my, the new websites. Uh, yes. Taco canine academy.com. Um, and, uh, this one last thing on the dog thing, we, there's another company that stole my company name, uh, falco canine academy. And, um, and so it's very frustrating that, uh, this other company uh, has taken the name of my company. Yes. So anyway, um, in regard to, um, the part down here. Hold on. I clearly understand spiritual giants. Oh yeah, I. I, I is this? A, do you think that's a typo? About what? I know these are small little things, but these little words have little. Sometimes I, you know, there are certain meanings behind using one word over another. Uh-huh. And when Smith says, "I clearly see that we ought to have spiritual giants in the earth," Do you think that's a typo? No. What should be on the earth?
1: Well, I mean, they're not on it they're in it <laughs> right. or in the earth right. i mean uh it, it's 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 a much more would... common religious language uh as you go in the earth do good
0: i hear in the world like in the world in world in you know in the world realm as opposed to the heavenly realm right but uh, in the earth to me like it, you're <laughs> in the earth <laughs> so there's nothing right i don't think i don't so. think so okay Every so often, you know, that they, you know, they, Jack will bring it up from time to time. It will add something. Fat finger, small phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Matt. We feel a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so tonight we were at, uh, did you have anything more on the devotional directly? And we, we huh? come back to it or the, because the. Uh, Scripture you read answered all my questions. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Done and dusted. Which was awesome. (laughs) Isn't God awesome? Um, Oh, Matthew has, in the earth means the firmament. You think?
1: We're thinking. I I mean, why would Smith be talking about spiritual giants in the firmament and not, because he's saying, I clearly see that we ought to have spiritual giants in the earth, Mighty in understanding, amazing in activity, always having a wonderful testimony because their faith-filled mm-hmm. works, which seems to clearly imply humans.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mean to make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> <laughs> Above
1: the sky, beneath the sea. Uh, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I would look at the at uh, the devotion if you get a chance. We have seen it. We
0: have seen a typo, but rarely with Smith. Yeah, it could be. But uh, I just wonder if there was some significant. God created the world, interesting. Um, so I, w- I just wanted to touch a little bit on today's message okay. from uh Chris Ward, which he uh, covered a, a apparently a difficult part of the Bible, yes. which is uh First Peter 3 uh, 18 through 22, yeah, right 18 there, 19
1: 22.
0: Where um, you probably will say it much better than I will, so. <laughs> Where it, it, he's, he's, he brings up the he issue up. in regard to um, the, the, the spiritual realm. Right. With the, the sons of God, which are believed to be, and are, have been, it says in the Bible, are uh, fallen angels. Right. Correct? Um, and in this reference was the falling angels. And they begin to marry... Humans. Human women, yes. Uh, and this is at the time that they—he's telling Noah, "You got, you better stop building this ark because I'm—I've had it I'm with these blow it up with these.
1: I'm going to flood it up
0: <laughs> with these these devils uh marrying human women. It's it's inappropriate, and and they and they're giving birth to nephilim. Yes. And it's it's this is I don't want this anymore. This is not how I meant it to be. Yeah. And. And then and the, the scripture, he believes that that's what it's referring to in this particular part of the scripture.
1: Yes. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits. So to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah. So he's basically saying that once Jesus was resurrected, um, when he died and went to the resurrection, Satan thought he had won. But Jesus goes down to these imprisoned spirits to let him know that he won. Right. <laughs> and not, and not <laughs> Satan. And that, his, and that the, the redemption of humanity was now accomplished as a result of them killing uh, Christ on the cross. So it wasn't an accident. God wasn't taken by surprise.
0: So if you get a chance, go to your Belinda Friends Church and look for today's message, which is tonight's message on Saturday. And it'll be uh, twice tomorrow during mm-hmm. Sunday's message. And my reason I, I wanted to bring it up is because this is one of those bits of scripture and i've not heard this before is one that not everybody maybe necessarily knows the real answer but i think chris did a really good job of showing references and i think it was job yes and uh, other parts of the Bible, jude 1 6 yep
1: genesis that explain who these imprisoned spirits the sons of god are
0: and so in in hope that you guys may watch the the message from your friends church I, i wanted to just ask you because you are very discerning and, and listen very well and, and have studied how, how do you think that explanation went oh great he,
1: he i think he, he broke it down really well but the problem is we only went through the first sentence hmm. so we didn't get to any <laughs> of the uh, the other part which to me was what was complicated not understanding who he went down to speak to in the imprisoned spirits but then the the passage goes on um, we're say okay, in it only a few people, eight and all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. So but the but the water in Noah didn't cleanse them, their skin from dirt. Well, it
0: cleanses the earth. It cleansed the earth. <laughs> so I guess
1: that I guess technically that would be dirt. Um, it saves you by the resurrection of Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand. All the angels, authorities, and powers are in submission to him. So he summarized it as when you're in a period of life where you think that the enemy is winning, um, always know that Christ will be victorious in your life when you depend on him. Mm. And you should, uh, even if you go through a season of difficulty, you will be victorious. And I was a little disappointed that he put off the victory to death. Like the eternal life, of course, that's the ultimate victory. But I think the real victory we have, as we've experienced in several episodes in our short life's, lives together, <laughs> um, that he brings you out of each storm. It may not be how you expect, but one, he gives you peace through the storm, like uh, gives you the the strengthen the resilience to kind of go through mm. the storm, yep. and then gives you joy and peace after the storm. Mm. There's no, there's no great, I mean, I, I've gone through many tribulations, many difficulties in my life, and none of them are as peaceful as they are in Christ. Mm. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, for sure, hundred percent.
1: Right, like you, it doesn't cause the trauma, like the mental. You're annoyed, you're upset, you're worried, but it doesn't cause that that crazy angst you had before you were spirit filled. Right.
0: It also doesn't cause you to hang on to the anger.
1: Yes, forgiveness, <laughs> compassion. For <goodness>. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That is a huge, difference huge difference in, in me. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> is that it's done and dusted at what you like to say. That's one yes. of your, your favorite things to say. That we we had the conversation. We had the argument. We had the disagreement. It's God is great. Yes. And good all the time. Yes. And it's time to move on. Um, the other part that I, I wondered in the beginning, this is actually, this is really, I understand that Noah built the big gigantic Boat. vessel. Yeah. And all these animals went in it. But I had no idea about this other stuff.
1: About the Nephilim? No. Why? Oh. I just thought, I well, he, I just thought he, just, he goes, these people are
0: like crazy. I'm going to get rid of them. And he drowned them. And this is the first time I've heard this. Makes really- it
1: much more just, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. It's not just <laughs> like I go, he wait just wait got angry at all the people and said, okay.
0: And just like last night, I go, I know that I've read. This is one of the most popular stories to read. Because I got to hear about this boat that got built. And I, I know that I read the words about this spirits and the you know the the sons of god um which are the evil spirits that are having you know sex with earthly women right you'd think that i would see that and i never i never saw it but when it talks about you know the, the great flood to kill the humans i go but the angels don't drown and then uh chris was able to answer that too that god said you got to go to right you think it was just a big like zap that he gave them or how how did he get rid of them because they they
1: well that's what he was pointing out in two peter Mm two where it explains that he sends them down to tarsus which Mm -hmm. is this special hell that he with these spiritual chains that he puts them in
0: chained in in darkness yeah yeah that'd be horrible well
1: and i my question (laughs) to andy is and this may be of curiosity to you guys is that how he says um in the scripture that the nephilim live until today so they the the product of the demonic spirits and the humans are the Nephilim and the Nephilim didn't die in the flood. One, why is it because they had spiritual powers they were able to hide? And two, what happened to the Nephilim? So that's a big part of the whole like angels and demons study.
0: Maybe they were so tall that they were able to stay above the water.
1: Well, some (laughs) say that, uh, the Nephilim were, Like Goliath was a Nephilim. The ones that the giants that are uh, that fight humanity at certain periods of time were probably Nephilim. And there's a theory that aliens that people think are aliens on other planets are actually Nephilim. They're not like this bizarre third creation, they're actually the product of the demonic spirits procreating with humans.
0: Right. Really quick, can somebody hit like a couple hearts and smiley faces? Because that that, that (laughs) sad face is really making me sad. (laughs) <laughs> just, just hit like a heart or a, a couple of happy faces. <laughs> <laughs> hit that thing. Um, oh shoot! Now I messed myself up because there was one other thing I wanted to cover. Oh my gosh, it was important. What were we just talking about? We were talking about, about the devil and how they Deflin. survive. Oh, um, so you have this now. This new idea. I know it's a really old idea because it's in the Bible, but this new idea that I have in my head about the now the the, the sons of God, the 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 evil ones that were. Marrying women. And yeah, the Nephilim, which I really didn't know that much about until I met you. I mean, I know that I heard it, but I thought Nephilim was just like another, like the the, the Corinthians. (laughs) I I just thought it was another. another (laughs) Who knew? Um, And the only giant I thought of was Goliath. That's only, I just thought that was just one odd dude that just happened to be really big.
1: Well, apparently the Philistines and the Amalekites. And the Canaanites were, were ginormous people. Yeah. And so that's why there's a theory that they're descendants of the Nephilim.
0: So then, but with all these now new creatures and, and, and the, the, New to you, you mean? Yeah. Okay. And the, 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 the uh, spiritual realm that we're all now that I'm now, you know, getting more exposure is that I, I thought the best thing that that uh, that Chris talked about was that, you know, I know this is all hard for you guys to believe, and I know it's difficult, especially for new Christians to believe this stuff that we're talking about now, uh, but God impregnated a virgin woman. <laughs> in the spirit, and <laughs> right? <laughs> if, if you don't believe that, I mean, if you believe that, then why can we not? Have How do you faith? believe in
1: heaven and hell? Yeah, yeah if you don't believe that angels and demons exist, it just doesn't, I mean, it's a whole package. It's a whole package. And the, and the thing is the really powerful thing is, is that once you're conscious of the spiritual realm and Ephesians and Galatians, I mean, there's so many chapters in the Bible that talk about we, you know, we, we do not war against flesh and blood, but our battles against spiritual forces Mm -hmm. in the heavenly realms. And it's constantly telling us to be aware of these demonic influences that are all around us hmm. and cast out demons. The Lord cast out demons, d- demonic spirits everywhere, constantly throughout the Bible. So what were they, they were just around when he was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like demonic spirits just bailed when Jesus left the earth. Quite the contrary. They probably increased.
0: Hmm. You know, before I forget another movie that I always say I'm going to watch around Easter is a uh, passion of the Christ. It's a different movie. Just
1: watch it. No. Oh, we
0: didn't. Know, no we i know we keep saying was... we're gonna watch it ah, and, putting on your armor uh, and, yes matthew and putting on um your armor. uh we gotta watch that this easter i want to sit down and sure. watch it the uh, french church has played it a couple times around easter time it there.
1: i must in have album. watched it recently without you then maybe before we were married i watched it because I, I recently <laughs> what, watched it
0: what you're trying to tell me is like recent
1: yes it's like two years ago <laughs> Cause I wouldn't have watched it more than four years ago. So <laughs> no. it was, it must've been in the past.
0: Do you know your anniversary? Do you know the day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior? Do you know the date?
1: Um, November. So I know the day I was baptized, mm-hmm. but I have to look the b- process of believing in Christ took many months. Yeah. So I tell people it started in 2018. Because that's when I started watching uh, the pastor. That's when I started reading. That's when I started learning. But I wasn't baptized until November
0: 2018. And, I, and I, I'm ashamed to say that I don't, I have to look it up
1: my, for, your the trip
0: for my yeah, my Utah trip. Because as I'm getting closer to God every day, every second of every day, uh, every time we do a devotional, I feel like I get a little bit closer. Yay. When I go to friend's church and hear about these, sons of god were, and you, were you
1: crying in worship today?
0: day I, I was teary-eyed why
1: because i heard you sniffle <laughs>
0: <laughs> worship was amazing yeah we have this great singer and uh, you remember her name stephanie stephanie oh, yeah her voice is is spectacular yes it's a really um amazing voice that it, it all it just moves you and in, in the words she's are, she's, she enunciates the words, you know, some people saying, you go, eh, eh, eh. yeah, what they're saying. Yeah. I hear every word. I
1: think she's extremely spirit filled too. She yeah. really gives, uh, she, I mean, that's the job of the worship leader is to help transport you to the presence of Christ and then get out of the way. Mm. So she does a really good job of that.
0: So I have a tough time with my kids' birthdays <laughs> your birthday. I have to think about it really hard. Our I, anniversary. Our anniversary. Literally you a year too. ago. We don't just lay this no, on. No, but us.
1: now it's now done and dusted. Okay. I really, <laughs> Ain't done what, and dusted. Well, what day is it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I
0: really, you know what I got to do? I'm going to, I, I, I should know my, my, my born again date. Yes. That should come to me faster than my birthday. It's far more important.
1: Yes, yeah, so let's look that. Up. I think I looked it up for you once. Yeah. Um, but you Do you know your
0: um, born again date? Yes. Uh, I think that's really. Uh, Mine, I part. don't
1: have a. I don't have a date because I, it, like I said, it was an evolution. I
0: think, Unless I mark it. I with think the, the day person. God spoke to you it would be the day that I would say. Would you? I would.
1: No, but I stood. I I sat up and flipped out when he spoke to me.
0: There he is, though. He was there. Yeah, kind but I him. don't
1: think I accepted him on that day
0: like the that's like i think that i didn't
1: like, accept him on that. That's, that's, i just i had mm-hmm. a miraculous encounter it's very
0: similar to the the doctor spanking the baby's bottom <laughs> the baby doesn't know that he's on the earth yet but it it, it got the whole process started yes started breathing in the air yes yeah amy matthew you guys know your born again date that sounds like the beer remember the beer it had a born born date on it yeah. budweiser
1: oh really yeah <laughs> No, I'm talking about a, the
0: born again, uh, date, right? Don't you think that we should have that? Like, well,
1: but like I said, maybe even you had, you had, you can mark the day you mm. were filled with the Holy spirit because it was a very particular event. I cannot mark that day mm. because mine happened over him. Oh, see, so Matthew like 3rd, 1984.
0: That's, see, a, if, if, that's when I became a cop. that is like almost to the day.
1: If people have a miraculous encounter with the Holy spirit, like mm-hmm. you did, then they could mark the day, but I can't, I don't think I could say definitively the day mm. that I accepted the Lord into my heart. I, I don't know. to hmm. say. Yeah. Well, we I gotta, that. I gotta think that it's important.
0: I think now yes. that I'm sitting here reflecting that I think it's so important. It yes. changed everything. I mean, it, cha- it changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. It it, it allowed me to meet you. Um, it, it allowed me to be a better father. It allowed me. Um, oh, just I mean, yeah, gets, there's so much that came out of that that day. It, it just like like just flipped everything upside down and shook me out like by my feet, like in you know, like in the cartoons when the quarters falling, yeah, like- so? <laughs>
1: <laughs> screwdriver, handcuffs, coming out.
0: Knife, gun. All, everything's fallen out. Of my pockets. Nice. Bullets. Backup weapon. Everything's fallen out. Nice. <laughs> it said, okay, let's let's start this again.
1: Let's start over. This is
0: this is we're gonna new polish life. you off.
1: New life. <laughs> the old has come. Behold, the new has come. <laughs> the old is gone, behold, the new has come.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. Anything else, my love, on the, the devotional or Nephilim or <laughs> No, I just look
1: forward to tomorrow and going to church. And you knew uh, that you, you
0: knew the Nephilim are the offspring of the yes. sons of God and the earthly women. You yes. knew that? Yes. I, I, I've you never me, heard that I'm, before I'm obsessed, until tonight.
1: I'm obsessed with demons. And I've been a student of Jack a little bit longer than you
0: Has he said that? Has he said that? Oh, hey, Neph- it's
1: two P- I told you, 2 Peter 2, Combat Faith. He went through it in great detail. Wow. How have I missed that? And that's also part of eschatology. So he covers it quite often.
0: I love that we learned it at your Belinda Friends Church. One of our, uh, the things that we um, speak about a lot is church, churches that don't teach the Bible. Yes. And I love, and Chris has always been one who has gone a little bit further than the other pastors that are at Friends Church. Not that the other ones are bad, but he's, he's, he Deeper. does not mind going into places that he knows that they're going to make people feel uncomfortable.
1: And I understand, I mean, his audience, he's got a tough audience. Mm. You know, uh, your Belinda is this kind of the land of gracious living. It is, it's kind of a tough crowd because people are um, middle to upper class uh, and have like good lives. They're just kind of good kids, stable house. You know, usually if it's a, you know, same spouse that they met in high school or shortly thereafter, (laughs) like, it's a tough crowd, because they're they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, so I could see the skepticism, because they haven't experienced the supernatural in their lives. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to talk about the supernatural to people who have not experienced the supernatural, right? Because then it's all like fairy tales, you know, but then you say, but your everything about faith is supernatural. Because very little of it, you can see we never seen Jesus. You know what I mean? So the whole concept of accepting that he died for our sins and we have eternal life, that's supernatural.
0: You know, I know we're going on 41 minutes, but you bring up a really good point. I mean, we, its a pretty good life here in Yarmulay. Yes. Considering we're in California, which is a hellhole. hole, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not a little, long. it's a little spot of, uh, of not. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. And I've heard you say this a few times that you've seen more of the Spiritual realm, evil. This, in, in particular, in lower uh, income and as in that, oh as in, yeah, um, poor areas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think anybody who's been countries. to those kind of churches and, and, and in other countries too. And remember, I came from a demonic religion, <laughs> so I've seen a lot of demons. I I'll never forget my some of my my closest friends are either former Muslims or former New Age people. Mm-hmm. And they, like me, um, can absolutely appreciate the power of the supernatural in Christianity because they've experienced it in the right.
0: demonic. Yeah, I mean, in the city of Anaheim, where I was a police officer, uh, there's you know very poor areas. You know, you just run down. You have areas that are um, very. It's where all the lower income people live. It's a, you know the ghetto or the barrio or or wherever. Right. Um, and it's in those locations where you see it all the time. You see possessed people i've seen people that they're you know they have garlic wrapped around them and they're pouring all kinds of like holy water on them and they're burned. i've gone in, i've gone into i can't tell you how many places
1: and my friend that. who's used to say, i had this one for this just be like they call it spirits for a reason mm. uh, yep. usually it's co- it's connected to like drugs alcohol just engaging in sin god will give them over to a debased mind yep and all of those, those sins that God talks about that takes you far away from God, if you're far from God, you're close to Satan. Mm. This is a, this yep. a, God is a, uh, is a dichotomy. Mm. There's, t- there's two, there's good and evil. Yep. There's not shades of gray.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen people just like walk around naked and walk through plate glass windows and pick up the glass and start cutting themselves. I mean, I, uh-huh. I, I can't even tell you. I mean, I, I could tell you, but you don't want to hear it. Uh, but then uh, yeah, go to Anaheim Hills, which is still the city of Anaheim, where it's a uh, you know higher income areas, and I can't tell you any calls I went to where I saw anything like that. You know, there were domestic violence, the typical crimes, but it wasn't.
1: Uh, and I, I almost, I almost feel sorry for people that have not experienced mm-hmm. it because you can't really appreciate the breadth and scope of our faith and our relationship with Christ until you understand demons, Satan, the enemy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like fables.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds like fairy tales. That's interesting. That's a really good point.
0: Yeah, man, you got some good points.
1: Well, I mean, I actually find (laughs) when I see uh, it to me, it's uh, this whole, this whole area is a very strange bird to me. It's, it's the first time I've experienced anything like it. And I find a lot of people that are nominally Christian, like, Mm. yeah, of course we believe in Jesus. You know what I mean? They're, They're just like, their lives do not reflect the majesty of Christ. They're not bad people, mm-hmm. but um, it, it lacks the, the fervor you see in some of the more uh, difficult communities, I guess right. is the best way to say. It.
0: Look at that, Amy, uh, March 11th, 1979. Yeah, she
1: knows her date, too.
0: I was about ready to celebrate my birthday and as a senior in high school. Nice. <laughs> 1979, graduated in 1980. Matthew says, well, he has a little bit of a question here for you. Hedia, this is for you.
1: Uh, since you're talking about Noah, unknown unknown fact, what was one of the reasons that people thought Noah was crazy? Because it had never rained and he was building a boat. Yes.
0: It never <laughs> rained on earth. <laughs>
1: never rained on earth. And there
0: he was for. And they were probably going, what's a boat?
1: Right. <laughs> How did, and God had described it. Well, the there are oceans.
0: There was an ocean, right?
1: I don't know if they ever saw the
0: ocean. Oh yeah, maybe where they were, they were inland. Yeah, but In the lakes, rivers. I don't know. That's interesting. Correct. 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 Well, right. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said also because it never <laughs> rained. Um, yeah. but so interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty. How would there be? Wow, so many questions. God's, that's why he God's describes
1: nice. it right. God describes the size and everything. I don't know if they've ever seen a, a river or an ocean.
0: Yeah. And That's even. I mean, even. Thank you, Matthew, for bringing up that question because that's really. It just makes it even more amazing that he was building this boat. People <laughs> are going, "What are you doing? Right? This, this makes no sense." And he saved. It's going to rain, and he
1: saved ring? no one. Yeah, for a hundred plus years or whatever he mm-hmm. preached, save no one but his own family.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, that's some perseverance, right? that you, you just continue and continue and continue and nothing, nothing never, but you keep doing it anyway.
1: Yeah. Never faith.
0: Faith in God. One more amazing thought. Dot,
1: dot, dot. I dot. think he's typing.
0: Oh, okay. Well, wait The one second. Oh, you know what we can do? We'll come back and uh, see if Matthew has one more amazing. thought. Yes. After
1: right? we tell you about this amazing Christian podcasting network. You mean the one you're, you're number one on
0: in the world? <laughs> no. In real- oh No, that's, <laughs> Jack Hibbs.
1: That's Jack Hibbs.
0: If you've not known uh my amazing wife is number one in religious podcasts along with Jack Hibbs on his new podcast.
1: I just happened to be interviewed. I was so lucky <laughs> I just happened to be the first one on his podcast. I think it's all because of you. Uh-huh. That's, my,
0: that's right. my take. Uh but we have another app, which is super important.
1: Yes, the Christian uh podcasting network put out by the Christian Posts. It's edify.app. And here's how you get it.
0: This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. One more amazing thought. Maybe he wants one from us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, here it is. Matthew says,
1: "What is the one thing that God did for man that He did not do for any other creation?" Even woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Oh, uh, made him in, made us in His own image. There's no other creation that's made in God's image. Uh, than that's us. a good one. Yes. Good response. I you know I'm kind of quick on my feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we gotta wait to see if that's the correct answer.
1: Well he he might have been like, oh, that wasn't the one I was thinking of.
0: Created us in his own image. What else would yes. there be?
1: That's what he said about creation that set us I apart from, from animals. Man. Oh well, he
0: saved us from our sins. Oh correct, correct, but but uh maybe you know, send his son down to end skin to um, to save us to save us from our sins or sins i was trying to think about another word to use just to sound smarter but <laughs> there is no other word
1: god did not speak man into creation
0: oh you okay that's gonna from...
1: that's gonna require a longer discussion yeah
0: well you made man from earth and then blew a spirit the, in him from the dirt man is made we're made from dirt
1: <laughs> no no surprise <laughs> Because we could be dirty.
0: There's no doubt that my son, Bo, is made from dirt. We, uh, <laughs> we know that for sure. He comes home from school every time from school with a black smudge on his face and his feet smell in those shoes. What do you guys do for young boys with smelly feet? I, I, they It's incredible. I just bought a brand new pair of shoes three days later. Those I, shoes. I
1: think it's also the socks.
0: Yeah. Well, I, tell, I, I watched we... some the these. I said, son, put on new socks. Do not uh... put on the same socks you wore yesterday. Oh, here we go uh got Matt his hands
1: see. dirty and blue i think he says he wrote new and, but i think he meant blue uh got blue. dirty
0: informed us yes blue life into us. yeah very I good we should
1: get going babe it's 50 yeah, minutes we should. Oh, matthew
0: has some good questions yes <laughs> we can go all night bible all right bible my friends. Trivia. <laughs> bible trivia <laughs> we love you guys thank you for sticking around and uh, hanging out with us tonight it is a late night it's nine o'clock here in, uh, in california so we love you guys appreciate you amy great to see you matthew great yes. to see you Thank and, you. Uh, I saw a new, uh, Diana. Diane and nice to have you at least uh, try to get rid of our sad face. It's it, the sad face <laughs> is still showing, but your heart's there. Thank you for the heart. <laughs> we love you guys.
1: And happy Sunday. Happy God Sunday. bless.
0: Oh yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, Hey, watch Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills tomorrow, especially the second service. Something might happen. Might. Might happen. So just in case you may want to watch second service, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Jack Hibbs, uh, we'll be there live in the front row and, uh, you may see something interesting. Let's see. All right. Talk to you guys later. Love you. God bless.